Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation and to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. And today's episode, we are talking about multiple personality disorders. Do you have one? I'm going to tell you now, yes, you do. You might not be clinically diagnosed, but just like the rest of us, yes, you do. You have multiple conflicting personalities inside of yourself. And I'm telling you now, it's the management of those that's going to create the success that you want to have out of life. In fact, much of enhancing our own personal performance is about managing our own multiple conflicting personality traits. So in other words, there's a part of me that's the athlete. There is definitely another part of me that is a fat, lazy bum. There's a part of me that's an academic, and there's a part of me that thinks he's stupid. There's a part of me that's got real drive and motivation and get up and go and ambition, and there's a part of me that just wants to curl up and do something easy and mundane and boring and unadventurous and unchallenging. And there's another part of me that is a complete free spirit and doesn't want to be tied down and doesn't want commitment and doesn't want to be held accountable. And there's another part of me that is disciplined and super focused and loves the accountability. There's a part of me that really loves working hard. And there's a part of me that really loves lazing around on his ass. And if you look inside yourself, you'll realize that you are the same, that there's conflicting personality traits in you. And the reason you've got this, by the way, is because as we've grown up through life, as we've experienced life, different personality traits have rewarded us for different things. So for example, we have learned either from our own experiences or through witnessing other people or directly by being taught it. We've learned that sometimes laying around being a bit of a bum is a good thing. We've had the lesson over and over again. Take it easy, chill out, give yourself a break, give yourself some time out. Don't be so hard on yourself. So that goes in and it creates this kind of personality based around that. It's a bit of a beach bum, you know, that says, whatever, man, I'm okay, I'm doing all right. You know, take it easy, take it easy, chill, take a chill pill, right? And there's another part of you that has learned to work hard and grind and graft and, you know, to really be diligent. And again, you've, you've learned this from your own experiences in life, but also by, by witnessing other people and seeing the rewards that they get for working hard. And again, you had these direct conflicting lessons from other people, you know, where they say, listen, really knuckle down, give it your best, never give up. So there's another personality within you that's formed around those lessons. So straight away, you've got two personalities here. One, which is absolutely work your ass off, never give up, grind, graft, don't ever take it easy, expect the best from yourself, all that stuff. And another part of you, which is, you know, take it easy, don't get so stressed, don't give yourself such a hard time, life is for living. Most of us, 
were taught from a young age that, you know, ice cream and sugar and sweets and treats are rewards for good behavior, are rewards for being a good boy or a good girl. You know, Christmas and birthdays and parties and all these sorts of things. So there's that part of us, you know, when we feel like we've done a good job, when we feel like celebrating, when we feel like kicking our heels off at the end of a day and maybe we're not getting the acknowledgement elsewhere. Maybe we're not even giving the acknowledgement to ourselves. But we've learned, you know, eat sugar. Sugar's how you reward yourself. Later in life, of course, it's wine, it's alcohol, it's whatever else you might do that's not great, okay? Might be going out and getting the takeaway and all these things, right? And, and, and you know what? I'm absolutely guilty of all these things as well. There's a little part of me that says, I've been a good boy this week. I deserve a treat. What does that treat look like, right? Well, it doesn't look like an extra special clean lettuce, does it? It looks like, you know, going out and eating or having a drink or, let's be honest, sugar, sugar, sugar. So we've got that sugar demon inside of us. However, we've also been taught throughout our life how bad sugar is for us and how bad sugar, oh my God, and it's going to do this and that and diabetes. And if watch your teeth, that was the first thing I always learned as a kid. No one told me about, you know, diabetes and stuff like that. It was just really simple. If you have too much sugar, you have too much Coke, it's going to uh, rot your teeth. So there's another part of you, you know, that sits there and knows that sugar's bad and he's trying to be healthy and all this was and again you've got these conflicting personalities so you're eating salads at work all day long and you've been really good and you come home and you do a bottle and a half of wine and eat your own body weight in chocolates that are in the fridge and you sit there and we beat ourselves up again because of course above all of this behavior above all of these personality traits these are un un unconscious behaviors that we've got and unconscious feelings that are motivating us, above all of that is us, right? The cognitive version of ourselves, the one that knows that sugar's not a good treat, the one that knows that, you know, maybe have a little bit of sugar, but not too much. There's a part of us that knows we shouldn't have any sugar. Maybe there's a part of us that knows that we shouldn't have any alcohol, or we shouldn't be eating any takeaways, or any fat, or whatever it might be, okay? And it's that part of us, you know, the, the higher version of ourselves. I call it us, that sits on top of this chaos like it's, like, it's like a load of cats fighting it out. It's like a school playground. And you've got all these different personalities and you're sitting on top of them and you're like kind of inverted commas, a victim of all of these because you actually know what the right course of action is. You know what you should be doing. But often you're just powerless watching this struggle go on, this inner struggle, this inner battle that we all have. So I'm telling you now, right? We have to balance out these multiple personalities within us. We have to pick our way through. You know, a lot of what we do at success groups, a lot of what I do in Mastermind, a lot of what I do in my entire career is personal development. You know, it's, it's working out the best of who I am, the worst of who I am, and the gap. You know, what do I need to bring in? So it's working out, you know, this is, this is good. This is working for me. This part of my personality is in alignment with where I'm trying to get. This part of my personality is out of alignment with who I'm trying to be and where I want to get to. Does this make sense? And I'm missing X, Y, and Z. I need to bring that in. Does this make sense? So you want to be super successful in business. There's a part of you that really works hard, diligent, a part of you that's disciplined, a part of you that is tenacious and, and all these things. And there's another part of you, you know, which lets yourself off the hook and finds it way too easy to get distracted and whatever, okay? And of course, in this situation, we say, right, you know, I need to maximize my positive traits, minimalize some of these, I'm calling them negative traits. They're not really negative. They're just out of alignment with where we're trying to get to and who we're trying to be and how we're trying to function and perform. So I want to limit 
the impact of these out of alignment or these negative characteristics in myself. And then let's say, for example, that there's a gap in that personality. You know, what I need is some super accountability in there, but I don't really like accountability. So you say, right, you know what? I need to bring in some accountability. I need to change myself, develop myself into someone that appreciates accountability. I train myself to want accountability. Not just to go out and get accountability, put myself in the uncomfortable position of suddenly being held accountable. This is like, you know, joining a gym, getting yourself a personal trainer, hating every second of it, and your personal trainer just beating you to run the miles on the treadmill. That's, that's miserable. What you want to do is you want to become someone that enjoys the treadmill, someone that enjoys the accountability, someone that enjoys being barked at, someone that enjoys being pushed to their limits. Does this make sense? Someone that enjoys being at the gym and sweating and everything else. So I want you to look inside yourself and realize that a lot of the performance that you might be lacking today that you would want for yourself or need in order to really achieve your overall ambitions that you would want for yourself is to acknowledge that actually most of it is this inner battle. You're spending a lot of time, a lot of energy out of alignment with what it is you're trying to create because you're battling yourself. These multiple personality traits inside of you are constantly vying and battling and they're being applied by the unconscious in patterns of behavior that you've learned that give you a predictable, repeatable result, which you have learned is safe. So what we have to fundamentally relearn is what is safe. So for example, someone's sitting there saying, listen, take it easy, chill out, don't be so hard on yourself, take some time out, have a beer, watch some TV, have a pizza, chill out and watch the game, right? That person, right, that influence in your life is going to be out of alignment if what you're trying to create is a successful business and you're trying to do something meaningful and purposeful and everything else. I'm not saying you can't do that ever. I'm just saying if there's someone constantly on your shoulder telling you to chill out and relax and take it easy, that's out of alignment. So if that person is inside of you, pulling on your emotional strings, giving you these emotional chemical reactions inside your body and your brain that are there to manipulate, to take action. And the action is to create an outcome that's perceived as safe. Well, what is your interpretation of safe? So in that person's mindset, safe is to not overwork, not push yourself too hard. Something bad's going to happen if you really, I don't know, overdo it. I don't know what that means, right? So they think they're keeping themselves safe by, you know, chilling out, hanging back. Someone who's really diligent and really focused and a real workaholic, they've learned that this gives them repeatable, predictable outcomes that they have learned and perceived as safe. Now, arguably, neither of those are going to give you the best overall quality of life, but one is definitely going to make you more productive and get you more result than the other one. However, when you look at the side that says, okay, I'm a workaholic and completely diligent and a control freak, and you're saying, right, there's much of that that's really positive in creating a successful business. However, there's aspects of that personality that are also very negative and destructive in trying to create a successful business, and certainly there's aspects of that personality that are destructive in overall life. Your job then is to work out, okay, so is there a little bit of this other personality that needs to come in? Not the one laying flat on the couch, sitting and eating pizza all day and, I don't know, smoking a joint and drinking beers all day long. You know, there's a part of that personality that needs to come in, which is, you know, know when enough is enough. Know when you've done all you can do. Know when you've affected the change you're trying to create 
you know, to, to the degree that you can, and then it's okay. It's okay to stop. It's okay to switch off. Does this make sense? So I want you to understand that most of us, we go through life like we're trapped in a spider web. We're being pulled between all these different polarized ideas of life, you know, pulled between trying to be the supreme athlete and pulled between, you know, the bum sitting there, you know, with the stains on the shirt and the beer cans on the side and the cigarettes burning away in the ashtray. And it's a part of us that's that as well. And it's a part of us that wants to be, you know, so giving and loving and romantic and to be so intimate with our partners. And there might be another part of us that's trying to be protective and trying to, you know, find its own security and to be safe and to not be vulnerable. And these two things are vying against each other. And the result that you're having in this case, this example, the relationship is going to be a result and effect of how you apply these two personality traits. So, you know, if you give quite a bit and you're open quite a bit and you're intimate and you're open to being intimate quite a bit and there's a little bit of you reserved, then you'll have this result of a relationship outside of you. You change the makeup of that and obviously the result in that relationship will be very different. So you'd argue if you're mostly open and mostly giving and mostly nurturing and you're mostly, you know, putting yourself into vulnerable places with this person, the chances are that's going to translate into a positive, close, intimate relationship. If you're closed off and protective most of the time and you're distrustful, then of course that's going to have a very negative impact on this relationship and the relationship you have will be a result of that. Now, for most of us, we're not one or the other. We have all kinds of things going on. So there's a part of us that is completely trustworthy, and yet there's another part of us that also is trying to keep ourselves safe that maybe distrusts. There's a part of us that welcomes vulnerability, and there's a part of us that's completely closed down to the idea of vulnerability and is always constantly trying to protect ourselves. So what we want to try and do is align our personality traits with the outcomes that we're trying to achieve. And if we're talking about personality traits, what we're really looking at is aligning our personality traits with who we need to be and who we would choose to be and want to be in order to create the life that we're trying to create. So if you're trying to create a super successful business, you're going to have to work harder. And I've done podcasts on this and everything else, right? Get it out of your head that you're going to be able to somehow be super successful and not work very hard. You're going to have to work hard. So if there's a part of you that's a little bit of a lazy bum then you need to manage that part of your personality because it will negatively impact what you're trying to create in the business. Equally, if you're trying to be a great parent and there's a part of you that's constantly out driving in the business and everything else, that might be misaligned with who you need to be in order to be a great parent as you decide it to be, as you rate it as you create it and design it. That's what you consider to be a great parent. And therefore, you might be out of alignment with that. So sometimes throughout our life, we have to alter and change our personality types. We have to, you know, say who we were got us this far, but we need to be someone different or we need to be someone improved or an upgraded version of ourselves to get us where we're going. And the work we do on the inside, the work we do on our you know, emotional well-being, our behaviors, our thought patterns, our mindsets, our attitudes is so important because ultimately that's the stuff that dictates the behaviors and the behaviors, obviously, the actions are what get the reactions in the outside world. So if we're not being at our core level who we need to be to do what we need to do to get the results that we want, 
we're constantly going to be frustrated by not getting the results that we would want to achieve. And then we'll be constantly battling ourselves, but then we'll constantly potentially reflect that into the outside world. We'll then start blaming the outside world, blaming other people, finding excuses. When we look inside ourselves and say, do you know what? In any given moment in time, there's 20 different personalities in me all vying to take control and to dictate behavior. And therefore, of course, my life is a little bit of a mixed bag. You know, there's a part of me that's, you know, successful. And there's a part of me that's really not that successful. There's part of me that has these unbelievable, like, personality traits and these 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 behaviors and takes this incredible action and everything else. And there's a part of me that isn't, okay, that's getting in the way of that. There's a part of me that's confident and strong. And there's another part of me that's vulnerable and weak. And what you want to do is you want to look at this and say, right, I want to keep the best of what I've got. I want to minimalize the stuff that's getting in the way. And I want to bring in whatever is in the gap. And so much of what we do at Success Groups, so much of what we do at our Extreme Growth Masterminds, and so much of what I do with my one-to-one clients is really about that. It's about, you know, harnessing the best of what I am, minimalizing the worst of who I am, okay, as judged by where I'm trying to get to. And then it's about plugging the gaps. I'm telling you now, there is a massive humongous, monumental performance upgrade waiting for you when you stop being passive in this experience of these inner battles and you start to get involved in your own personal development and you start to get involved in this. And instead of having a bunch of kids inside of you all screaming for attention, you become the parent that says, right, you know what? We're doing this. We're going to go this way. Okay, it's my decision. I understand you want to sit on your ass and just eat nachos all day. I get it. I get you want to go out there and do this. I get it. Here's what we're actually going to do. And you make the best decision for yourself. Here's the thing. The more you cognitively make those decisions and the more cognitively you start to choose your behaviors and choose what it is you're doing, the more you're going to condition yourself in alignment with those kind of behaviors. So in other words, the more I go to the gym and don't eat the pizza, the more I become a go to the gym and not eat pizza kind of person. Does this make sense? Now you want to get in there and do the work as well. Of course you do. And you want to weigh up. Why is it that I think that pizza is creating this security and safety for me? And why is it there's another part of me that thinks that going to the gym is painful and some sort of punishment for something. And there's another part of me though that thinks that going to the gym is really positive. And you know what I mean? And we want to do that inner work. We really do, right? Because just going out there and forcing ourselves to do the stuff we don't want to do is absolutely bloody exhausting. Although ultimately that's how you're going to create the new habit, right? You just need to do the new way for long enough. You'll create a habit. You need to stop doing the old way for long enough and you break the habit, okay? But what makes it easier to do the thing you need to do to create the habit or break the habit is to change the meaning inside of yourself, to change the scripts that you're running, you know, to change what you believe to be safe or what you've learned to be safe to something else. So instead of chilling out and relaxing and just taking it easy on yourself and having lots of breaks and just eating pizza and whatever it might be, instead of that giving you this idea of safety, you want to make sure that you break down what that actually is. Realize that that isn't safety. That's taking you to a route that you don't want for yourself, that's not safe, and actually being a bit more disciplined, a bit more focused, working a little bit harder, a bit more diligently, that is safe, 
because that's going to get me to where we want to get to. And that result, that reward is absolutely ultimately what is safe for us. We start to tip the scales inside of ourselves towards the more positive behaviors. In other words, you know, it's easier to go to the gym when you want to go to the gym. It's hard to go to the gym when you don't want to go to the gym. But fundamentally, you have to go either way because going to the gym is how you're going to build the new positive habit. You get it? It's just easier to go to the gym when you want to go to the gym. And one of the quickest ways of wanting to go to the gym is you go inside yourself and readdress what is the threat of going to a gym? I'm going to get tired. I'm going to get worn out. I'm going to get sweaty. That's a threat. Sitting at home eating pizza, I'm going to be warm. I'm going to be cozy. I'm going to have a nice, easy time. You need to switch those up where sitting on the couch eating pizza is going to give you a negative result and going to the gym is going to give you a positive result. Eating pizza is a bad thing and feels bad and doesn't make you feel good. Going to the gym does make you feel good. If you can do that, you'll tip the balance into you wanting to go to the gym. Make sense? As long as you go either way, by the way, you'll build that positive habit. Because once you get there, you get the endorphins, you get the adrenaline hit, you'll feel good about yourself, you feel good about what you're doing, you'll start to look a little bit better in the mirror, you'll feel healthier, that will all go in anyway, and it'll get easier and easier to keep going to the gym. The same as it'll get easier and easier to be held accountable when you start to see it paying off. It'll be easier and easier to eat the right foods when you start to feel healthier and look better and everything else and have more energy and more vitality. That feedback loop will go in, it'll be become easier and easier to see that that is the positive behavior and the other one isn't. However, right now, in so many areas of your life, the wrong part of you is dominating the behavior and dominating the actions and dominating your thinking. And in some areas, it's they're just constantly vying against each other. And sometimes you're performing well, and sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're doing really good stuff, and sometimes you're doing really terrible stuff. And you sit there passively looking at this inner struggle, thinking you're going mad. Well, the good news is you're not going mad, not really. You're only as mad as the rest of us. Yes, you do have a multiple personality disorder, just like the rest of us. However, we can absolutely get involved in that process, and we can start to align more and more of our personality traits and more and more of our behaviors, our thought patterns, how we feel about things, our perceptions, the meaning we give stuff, our beliefs around things, all of this stuff we can get involved and we can affect so that we increasingly get in alignment with who we need to be, who we want to be in order to live the life and to create what it is that we want to create. I'm telling you now, personal development, I say this over and over again, if you ever hear me speak, I don't think there's anything that is more important to invest your time and your energy and even your money in than developing yourself, than working out who you are, working out who you want to be, who you need to be, and putting in the hours. And it's going to be a a fight at times. It's going to be a struggle at times. But to consistently apply yourself in that area of life, I think is one of the most rewarding, if not the most rewarding thing you could possibly do. Because everything that you have in your life is a direct reflection of who you're being. So therefore, if you want to have better, then you need to be better. All this is inverted commas, by the way. I'm not judging anything as good or bad. I'm just judging it as good aligned, bad not aligned. But to go inside ourselves and to live into the best aspects of ourselves, to move away and eliminate the worst aspects of ourselves, and to bring in whatever else is needed, is probably the greatest mission I could ever get you on. 
All right, guys, I hope you liked that. Thanks again for listening. I always appreciate you spending your time with me. I'm well aware there is so much stuff out there right now vying for your time and your attention, and therefore, I do not take it lightly that you have spent the last 25 minutes with me. If you are a business owner and you want to hit 100K in the next 12 months or less in revenue, then get yourself onto my six-figure fast track. This is a webinar I've created specifically with the five-figure business in mind. You might be doing 20, 30, 40, maybe even doing 50 or 60,000. But for whatever reason, you haven't yet hit 100K in turnover. If you want to know what's it going to take to hit 100K in the next 12 months or less, get yourself onto the six-figure fast track. It's completely free of charge. It's a resource that I've made available to small, ambitious business owners just like yourself. I'll drop the link in the description below. It's biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. Go and devour that. Get yourself on the fast track. I'll see you next time. And until then, as always, be successful. growth through raising your game when what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary you know you've leveled up 